0: The less that you make a thing out of it, then, you know, it will eventually pass. But I think you're right. I don't think that uh, a man is going to be looked down upon as much as a woman is going to be.
1: This week, what to do if there are rumors going around at your office or place of work that you're having an affair. Should you tell your spouse? Should you confront the rumor monger? Dr. Karen Sherman has answers. Stay tuned. Have you signed up for our free weekly newsletter yet? Visit hitchmag.com and click the newsletter link to join. Go ahead. I'll wait. It'll take less than 30 seconds. It's the easiest way to stay up to date on the latest marriage news and information, including each week's new podcast. Again, visit hitchmag.com and click the newsletter link to join today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the fabulous, the original, Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hey, Steve. Uh, And if you caught the uh, last episode with Karen, you know that she is the original because she was with us from day one when we launched the website. That is why we call her the original. Um, And today we have an original topic, one that um, off-air – you you thought might be a little more difficult, Karen. Yes. (laughs) Which makes it exciting for me to have this conversation with you. Okay. So what we are talking about today is dealing with a cheating rumor at work. Uh, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about actual cheating um, and getting over infidelity and that sort of thing. But what if someone is spreading false rumors because of a grudge or jealousy or something else uh, that has popped up at your place of work? Um, first, well, I,
0: yeah, go ahead. I, I was just
1: going to say first, uh, should you um, inform your spouse that this rumor is going around at the office?
0: Yes, I do think that you should because, um, you know, I, I you never know where something like that's going to lead. And, you know, if it gets out of hand and um, one word leads to another and a Navy hears it or whatever else. So I do think that it probably makes sense to say something to your spouse about it.
1: Okay. Because we, I mean, we talked, again, we talked about this just recently about how close relationships can be at work. Yes. and the so-called um work husband or work wife and and that sort of thing. Uh so I you know, I don't have any statistics or numbers on anything like this, but I'm guessing that uh these types of rumors happen um not I guess I would say not infrequently. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm... Um because people do get close in in a, in a work environment. Mm-hmm. Um should you attempt to hunt down the perpetrator if you just kind of blindly hear about this?
0: I would say no. I think that anytime you start to do things like that, you're actually fueling it even more so. Um, and I think that as uncomfortable as it is, and it, and it's going to be uncomfortable, the more that um, you give it legs so to speak Mm -hmm. um the the longer it's going to go on um now this is obviously not anything similar but the closest that i can think of analogously is that um the uh temple that we belong to locally uh was upset about a um a smaller congregation in the town that was um jews for jesus And so they were going to take out an ad in the local penny saver against them. And many of us in the temple felt like, why are you doing that? Because the more that you um, speak up, the more that you're giving credibility to just leave it alone. You Mm -hmm. know, first of all, everybody's entitled to believe whatever they want. But, you know, why, you know, um, call attention to it? Because that's really going to be giving um, more notice to them. Just leave it alone and let it die out.
1: Yeah. I mean, who reads The Penny Saver these days anyway?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that the editors of Penny Saver would be happy to hear you say that. (laughs) No,
1: but they're not an advertiser, so I don't have to worry about it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you're right. Um, It it is really uh, why give uh, oxygen to the fire in this case. Um, Well, uh, I actually do have a little experience with this one, Okay. Uh yeah. so I worked in an office many many years ago um mm-hmm. and through another coworker they and I don't and I I feel bad this is how much credence this like this is how much oxygen I gave to it 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 still bothers me to this day but um I I don't remember all the particular details of it um but a a coworker of mine came up to me and asked me about the rumor uh, between me and another coworker mm-hmm. and i was furious um and I, I like there obviously was nothing to it but um just the fact that this was going around mm-hmm. um like really enraged me and part of it was i i suspect i know who it may have been mm-hmm. um and there was a definite conflict in the office for me at the time Um, and I think they were threatened by me, um, Mm -hmm. and, and the work that I was doing and things of that nature. And I think they were, um, just trying to take a, um, a a jab at my credibility a bit. Mm. Um, but to your point, I did not, uh, attempt to hunt down or track down the perpetrator because fortunately I had a, I I would like to think have a good reputation as an honest <laughs> and upstanding individual and therefore nobody gave it any oxygen. Uh-huh. Um uh-huh. and it just it like evaporated um, like almost instantly. Right. Um and so I never attempted to hunt down the person and um I I did tell my wife though. Uh and oh, I Oh, you were married already. I was already married, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so I did tell her. I think I was married at the time. Yeah, I was married at the time. I'm pretty sure. How how did you present it to Jess? Um, I, I think I just was like matter of fact about it. Like I just, Mm -hmm. you know, that, and she heard. And this is the thing. Like there was already some things going on at my office that Mm -hmm. uh, she already knew there was trouble brewing. Um, And so when I came home and just added this log to the fire. Of what was already burning, it was yeah. kind of like, "Oh, this is where they're taking it." Uh-huh, uh huh. So it was kind of one of those things where I just, matter of fact, I told her, "Like, I just want you to know that I heard this today, um, and I just want you to, you know, hear it from me that this is nonsense." And she's like, "Yeah, I know."
0: Yeah. So that good.
1: was that was pretty much it. So good. it was it was good that it was able to be. Uh, aired openly that way right Um, and and
0: what I would like to note there is that because the two of you has have such good open communication she was already informed about whatever issues or conflicts were going on at work so that when you told her about this it was easy for her to make the leap of oh so this is where it's going at this point
1: yeah yeah so and and it made it. It made it much easier, and I know uh, that was a very fortunate situation for me. Um, that I didn't have. Like it could have been a lot worse if, let's say, I had cheated in the past, or I mm-hmm. had been in a relationship with a coworker or something like that, or yes. my spouse was already. Even if I hadn't cheated in the past, already concerned about it, right? Right. Then all of Absolutely. a sudden, it makes it much more difficult.
0: Yes, yes. And what you would have to do then is present it in a way where you would have to validate right up front saying, you know, you might not have any reason to believe me, or, you know, I know we've been through very hard times on this kind of particular issue and you know, I want to be very upfront with you that what I'm about to tell you is absolutely not, you know, what has has any legs to it. Um and for the purpose of keeping everything upfront and trustworthy, I'm telling you now what's going on. So you'd have to present it in a slightly different way.
1: Mm. So, so really, kind of like frame the conversation before yes. you even get to the meat of it.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, now, should you? I mean, you've already kind of mentioned this that you would just not give it any oxygen. But if it persists, uh, do you think you should go and address some of your coworkers, or perhaps some of the close coworkers? Um, to... No. no, no, I would not. No, I would not.
0: Um, I think that, um, you know, from Shakespeare, that just protests too much. I think if somebody comes over to you and says, you know, so Steve, we heard this, I would say, yeah, I know, I know. I would be very breezy about it and like, you know, I can't believe this is going on or whatever. I would not, uh, really give it much credibility at all because i think the more that as you you know if we follow with your word oxygen the more that you give it people start to say oh well you know he he really talked about it and he really got upset and everything you know if you have one friend who's a really good friend you could obviously talk to that friend about it but i i really wouldn't talk about it too much as disturbing as it
1: is mm. now what I, um I feel like um there's sometimes, a lot of times, a double standard for men and women. Do you think mm. gender matters in this kind of a situation where um women get thrown under the bus a lot where I feel like men are high fived?
0: Oh, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Does that change uh-huh. the
1: the calculus here at all?
0: Hmm. It's a good question. Um Well, I think in either case, um, you know, again, the less that you make a thing out of it, then, you know, it will eventually pass. But I think you're right. I don't think that uh, a man is going to be looked down upon as much as a woman is going to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, should you uh, contact your HR department? Human resources.
0: I, yeah, I know, I know what
1: HR is. I'm just, I was just thinking, <laughs> yeah, I was just I'm filling just, some I'm airspace thinking, here. <laughs> I mean, Okay. Let me, I'll, I'll rephrase it a bit. I don't
0: know. Do you, do you think so? I, I don't, I don't think
1: so. I would I say this. So. Um, I, I would say, say if you felt like it was causing harm.
0: Yeah. Within I mean, that, the,
1: within the office. Um, right. if you felt there's like
0: abuse or there's harm or something like that, otherwise it feels like you're tattling to the teacher. You yeah. know, someone so said this about me, what are they going to do? I mean, if it's becoming abusive, if you can't work, if, Um, there's really some kind of uh, threat going on, then yes, you do have to go to HR. But if it's a rumor, you know, I I, I don't really see that you should do it. Now, if you do know who the perpetrator is and you think it's because in some way they're jealous or scorned, Mm -hmm. you might want to go to the person and say, look, you know, and maybe it's a broken relationship that you had. You might want to go to the person and say, look, you know, I know that our relationship didn't end on the best of terms, and you know you might have to eat some crow or say, and um, I realized that maybe things didn't go well for us, um, and that you're hurt, and I get that, um, and I really want you to know that I really do think that you're a great person, um, and I, I, if if you want to have a cup of coffee and and maybe talk a little bit about our situation and get some closure, I'd be willing to do that. Um, but I know that you're passing this room around and, and, and that's not really who you are. You know, that's not really, in other words, you're letting, and, and I know this is kind of hard to do, but you're basically talking to the good of the person and appealing to the good of the person and trying to, um, sort of bring them back up to, the good of the person, sort of saying, I know that you're doing this because you're really feeling badly and maybe respond to them in that way. That's a possible alternative.
1: Okay. Uh, it, now, uh, lastly here, would you, okay, so let's just say that um, you, you within the, within your work office workspace is kind of like 50, 50, like half the people like you, half the people kind of don't, mm-hmm. and so you know when people don't like somebody, they will kind of gravitate towards negative news because sure. it kind of validates their opinion of you, right? Right. So if this kind of a rumor uh, persists, and you know there are those people, you know you can ignore it all you want, but these people are going to be like, well, you know that they are the cheater of the office or whatever. Um, how can you go about cleaning up your reputation? Are you are you just fine with writing, like not trying to convert those people. It's like, they're not going to like you.
0: They're not going to like you anyway. If they didn't like you to start with, they're not going to like you anyway. Um, and I don't know if there's much that you can do because we all have filtering systems. Um, and it's actually called a disconfirmation bias or a confirmation bias, depending on the way you want to look at it. Mm -hmm. So if we have a certain way of looking at somebody else, We're going to take in information that's consistent with the way that we look at you already. So, you know, um, if I don't like you and now you tell me something nice about the person, I'm not going to believe it anyway because it's not consistent with the way I think about you. So why bother? Yeah,
1: we. You know, it's funny you you bring that up. We see this all the time in news and and um, politics, especially. Absolutely, right? Yes. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you could tell somebody that uh, they saved the world, and if they are on the opposite side of their regular arguments, like, well, I doubt they did it by themselves. I'm sure they exactly. had a lot of help and blah blah blah. And
0: <laughs> exactly, you know, I and and you read my mind because I was going to say, especially during election years, these candidates spend. Thousands and thousands of dollars on campaign ads, and you don't listen to them. If if you are believing in one candidate, then whatever happens with that candidate, you go for, and something that's anti that candidate, you don't believe anyway. So it's the same thing. If the person doesn't like you, they're not going to like you because you're going to try to change your reputation. Forget about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um- now I, I am going to throw a final question here. If you like, if you feel like your work environment has become this like toxic place, mm. would you ever advocate, you know, just changing your environment? You know,
0: if it really, really gets that toxic, in general, wherever you go, you still take you. Yeah. So generally, moving your environment isn't what's going to really make life better. However, if the environment has become that toxic and you really can't work there, then you might have to change your work environment. Um, However, in today's economy, I would strongly urge that you get yourself a job before you change your environment. Um, It's always easier to look for a job when you have one than when you don't have one. Um, And again, just remember, if you really have not done anything, then you have nothing to Feel badly about. Just continue doing your job and do do it
1: well. Uh, okay, so you you actually brought up one final thing that I want to bring up really quick here is, you you are going to be you no matter where you go. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, what if um, you are, and I'm. I, everybody knows people like this where they are um, very outgoing, or they might just be good looking, or they mm-hmm. they um, maybe even be a little flirty, right? Mm-hmm um and so those rumors might follow you wherever you yes. go yes um should if if these kind of rumors pop up uh time after time different employer after different employer and it may be the way that you dress or the way that you act or the you know and again i'm not giving credence to people should start rumors based on this information or anything but if if you find that these same rumors follow you around because of you and who you Mm -hmm. are, Mm -hmm. should you – and they bother you. Let's throw it that way. If it doesn't bother you, who cares, right? But if it starts bothering you, would you recommend trying to make those changes of um, tampering down your personality even in a work environment?
0: I think it's a matter of being aware of who you are and the messages you're giving off. I uh, have worked with several male clients where that in fact was the situation. And a lot of times males are not aware of the kinds of signals that they're giving off and how women read them. So many times guys just think they're being friendly, but as a woman, we're reading them as overtures. Mm. And it's important for guys to realize that when you smile a certain way, or when you put your hands on a gal's shoulders or something, we're interpreting it in a certain way. So if you see that um, you're having a certain impact on a woman time and time again, it's time for you to reel it in a little bit and, you know curb the way you are coming across because um, at the very least, even if you change jobs, you may be in the same situation. And if you're married, um, your your mate may have a very good um, uh, argument that you are in fact inviting this unknowingly, but you are inviting it.
1: Now, in this kind of a situation, wouldn't you think though that if you are married to this person, that you kind of knew this going into it because probably that flirtiness or whatever um was probably partly what got you attracted to them in the first place
0: yes but let's remember steve that at the beginning of a relationship love is blind and you somehow overlook certain things yeah and then later on uh these very same traits can start to annoy you and (laughs) in fact all of a sudden now you're out You know, in a crowd, and uh, there's a couple of drinks, and everybody, and your friends are flirting with your husband. Now, all of a sudden, it bothers you.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, when you were talking about how men think they're just being friendly and women take it a particular way, Mm -hmm. uh, there is a study not too long ago about um, men and women's perception on people's attractiveness toward them. Mm-hmm. And uh, guys almost always felt like somebody was attracted to them, wher- mm-hmm. whereas women were like, no, I don't think they're into me. Huh. But guys were guys had this, like, overwhelmingly positive um, perception of themselves and how they appeared to the opposite gender, which I thought was, like, really f- funny and interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't read that study, but that is interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so – uh, just to kind of recap really quick here. Basically, if some rumor like this where you are um, having an affair or cheating or are interested in somebody in in your um, place of work, we recommend, you know, ignore it if all possible. Do not give that fire any kind of oxygen. Um, if it becomes a, a serious issue where you do think um, it's hampering your ability to work in that place, um, then maybe it is time to take it up the up the ladder to, to HR, um, and, and have them step in, but don't approach, uh, anybody, um, you know, don't try to like track down the, the root cause of it. Um, pretty much nailed it, right?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And if you do, and if you do know the person, um, and you do feel like you can appease Yes. Speak to their kinder side, you know. Take mm-hmm. them out to a cup of coffee and just talk about, you know, how it's not <laughs> benefiting anybody in that situation. Right. right. Okay. Uh, well, this was this was a this was a a fun original uh, topic this week, Karen. So thank you so much. Thank you. So I want to remind everybody. Uh, you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing f- psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Uh, Karen is the author of Mindfulness and Your Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. She has a program on her website called Pillars for Partnership. It is a set of audio and video tools produced by Karen, and you can get that at drkarensherman.com. Uh, Of course, this information is available on our website, HitchedMag.com, including the link to Karen's website, uh, the books that Karen has authored, um, and, of course, all the great past podcasts that Karen has contributed to, as well as others um, we have done over the years. And so, uh, thank you uh, for all those who have uh, subscribed. We really appreciate it. We love seeing... um, subscribers come on board so thank you very much Um, and if you think uh, this information is good and helpful share it with somebody let your spouse know let them download it on their smartphone or however you guys get it Um, tell a friend let them know Um, and we really appreciate it Um, and lastly if you have a question or a topic you'd like us to talk about uh, shoot us an email or hit us up on one of the social platforms Uh, you can message us there as well and all those links are on our website hitchmag.com. Uh, So one last time, that's going to do it for us this week. So thank you again, Karen. Thank you, Steve. All right. Take care, everybody. And until next time.